This is With Intrepid Heart Sermons, sermons by Rev. Adam Moline of Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Lincoln, Nebraska. In the name of Jesus, amen. Dear Christians, hear my son and accept my words. My son, be attentive to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. In our Old Testament lesson, with those words and more, Solomon the wise teaches us that there are two paths that we might follow in this world. Solomon the wise teaches us that there is a way of wisdom and a way of evil. A path of uprightness and a path of the wicked. Those are the two options, the two realities, the two religions of this world. There are no other paths. There are no other options. Just those two, evil wickedness and upright wisdom. The path of evil wickedness is dark and treacherous, Solomon says. Upon that path, people stumble with sin time and time again. Those who walk upon the path of evil wickedness trust in themselves, even though they are blind guides. St. Paul in our epistle lesson talks about the way of evil being full of sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of rage, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. The way of evil wickedness is full of violence, terror, and suffering, all apart, separated from God's word. On the other hand, the path of upright wisdom is light, peaceful, without stumbling, full of life, full of life, life forever in Jesus. The path of upright wisdom leads to love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, and whatever other words God chooses to give. There is a clear distinction between the two paths, faith or no faith, God's word or your word. 
Dear Christian, which road would you prefer to be on? Which road is the road on which you live your life? The path of unfaith, evilness, and wickedness? Or the path of faith, uprightness, peace, and love? In our Old Testament lesson, Solomon begs you to live your life on the way of upright wisdom. And even as Solomon preaches this sermon to you, at the same time, within our hearts, our own sinful natures seek to drive us to the path of evil wickedness. It's like we're being torn apart stretched thin like not enough butter spread over a large piece of toast. We're pulled apart each and every day in a variety of ways. All the things that Paul mentioned that describe the path of evil wickedness we all struggle with, don't we? Sexual immorality is more and more rampant, even celebrated on TV shows that we watch and in the news. Enmity, strife, Divisiveness is ever increasing in this COVID age. We separate ourselves from one another over seemingly trivial reasons. In our Facebook time, we are more and more eager to throw hate or post something unkind about someone who disagrees with us. It's not new. We used to just talk about them behind their back, but now we post it for the whole world to see. And even more terrifying, in our day, it's becoming popular to act on these feelings. To justify ourselves by punishing someone who disagrees with us. To think ourselves righteous for putting down someone who doesn't fit the mold. And so, the path of wickedness and evil ever tugs at our hearts. This enmity, division, and dissension shows itself more and more every day. 
And we are becoming more and more comfortable with being a divided people, divided in our sin. Don't believe me? Think about the way that we talk about one another right now. Us versus them. It's in politics. We're the Republicans, they're the Democrats. We're the capitalists, they're the socialists. It's in our society. We wear masks, they don't. We're vaccinated, they're not. Even crazy things like taking care of the earth. We offset our carbon footprint. They pollute. How about in Texas right now? We're pro-choice. They are pro-life. every aspect of our life. We're divided, us and them. We love everyone, they're hate-filled. How often do you speak that way? And speaking this way is beginning to dehumanize each other. To infect our minds so that we think those who disagree with us are less human than we are, less deserving than we are, less valuable, expendable members of society. That's why people lose their job over some of the things we've already spoken of. That's why some people don't get to see their families over the issues we've talked about. That's why there's such a debate in our society about voting rights. Those people who disagree, their vote shouldn't count as much as ours. That's why we have words now like deplatformed, canceled, erased in our society. Those people, they believe in biblical marriage. Let's ostracize them. They believe in two genders, bludgeon them with transgenderism on TV. And not only do we dehumanize, but more and more our government and society is getting involved in this nonsense and making these divisive ideas policy. Is this what God desires? Is that the path of wisdom and faith in Christ?
Dear friends, it is not. It is the way of wickedness. It is deep darkness. It is wrong to so consume hatred and violence. It is wrong to gossip and be unkind and cruel about others. It is sin to act contrary to God's word. It is sin to walk in the way of wicked evil. It is sin to live in sexual immorality. It is sin to steal. It is sin to constantly be angry at all of them. Repent. Repent of your sin. Yes, you. You sin. You do. Both Solomon the wise and Saint Paul teach is the way of wickedness. You need to repent and believe that you have walked down that path of the wicked, that you have stumbled in the dark of your sin. You need to repent. And above all, to hear God's word. Look again at your Old Testament lesson. Do you see in that lesson what Solomon defines as the difference between the way of evil and the way of wisdom? Three times in our Old Testament lesson, Solomon begs you to listen to his word. And it's not Solomon's word, it is God's word. Hearing God's word defines those two paths. That's why the way of wisdom is the way of faith. And the way of the wicked is the way of unfaith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing God's word. God desires you to hear that word, to believe that word, to repent of your sin and follow him. The entire book of Proverbs centers on this idea. In the beginning of the book, Solomon tells us that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. How does one fear, love, and trust in the Lord? Through hearing his word faithfully preached and administered. In our scripture lesson for today, Solomon says that God's word is life to those who find his words and healing to their flesh. And that by hearing and believing God's word, the years of your life may be many. It's all about God's word. God's word is more than just mere sound vibrations in the air. God's word is more than just letters typed onto a page of paper in your Bible. God's word is also a man. God's word took on human flesh 
and shown among us. God's word is Jesus. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. The word lived a perfect and holy life on the path of wisdom, not straying left or right. The word of God, Jesus, was holy, not entering the way of the wicked, never even thinking evil. God's word fulfilled all of God's law for you who fall short. God's word, Jesus, succeeded where your sin corrupted you. God's word, Jesus, was righteous for you. And having fulfilled God's law for you, dear Christian, God's word, Jesus, went to the cross, to Golgotha, to die the punishment you and your sin deserved. In the death of Jesus, all your evil wickedness was paid for. In the death of Jesus, all your wandering, your failures, your weaknesses, and your sin were covered. The blood of Jesus, the Holy One, who walked on the way of upright wisdom, now covers you, having been placed upon you in the waters of holy baptism. In baptism, you were clothed with the robe of Christ's righteousness that covers all of your sin. So now when God looks at you, he doesn't see the poor sinner wandering off. He sees his child. He sees Jesus. You belong to God. And in Christ, you go where Christ is, upon the path of upright wisdom. How? God's word, faith, the work of the Holy Spirit in your life, bringing you Christ crucified and risen for your sin. God continues to pour out his grace upon you through the word and the sacrament, growing ever brighter within you, just as the dawn ever grows brighten, brighter into the fullness of day. And thus in faith in Christ, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and all the like well up within you. We together walk on the path of God's love. We become free then to speak the truth, but to do so in that love of Christ. 
We're free in Christ to be patient with those who disagree rather than to hate them and to patiently tell them what God's word says and how God has forgiven our sin. We are forgiving as Christians, just as God in Jesus has forgiven us by his word, by his love. We're free to respect our brothers and sisters in Christ and to allow them to follow their consciences, even as we are still united as the body of Christ. United in the mercy of our Lord. United in our confession of faith. Dear friends in Christ, there are those two paths in our lives. But what Solomon really desires for you to hear is God's word. The word that brings you Jesus. The word that takes you from evil wickedness to upright wisdom. The word of Jesus that connects you to the God who died and rose for you. The word of Jesus that takes away your guilt and your sin. The word of Jesus that defines you as Christian. Dear Christian, do not forget the word of Jesus. Three times Solomon in our Old Testament lesson implores you to accept and hear God's word. Why? Because he knows the truth. The world will always try and stop you from coming into church and hearing God's word. Even now, the debate rages in the public sphere about allowing God's word, about editing it so that it might be more politically correct, about covering the mouths that wish to speak it, about terrifying those who desire to hear so that they're so afraid they stay home. Dear Christian, world does not want you to hear God's word. But God does. He brings his word to you. His promises of life and life to the full. He brings you the word of resurrection, eternal life, peace and joy of upright wisdom. God will not abandon you nor forsake you, even if the world does. The path of the upright wisdom of God's word shines ever brighter in your hearts until the day comes when you will be taken from this sinful world to the world of peace and joy. That day is coming.
Repent of the way of evil wickedness. Hear God's word and be carried along the way of faith. The way of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. This has been With Intrepid Heart Sermons by Pastor Adam Moline. The words, With Intrepid Hearts, come from the conclusion to the Book of Concord where it is written, By God's grace, with intrepid hearts, we are willing to appear before the judgment seat of Christ with this confession, and give an account of it. We will not speak or write anything contrary to this confession, either publicly or privately. By the strength of God's grace, we intend to abide by it.